When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Bunker looking to get close side of Le away from David. 3-1 running. Three points running. Hello and welcome to the Empire Rolls podcast supported by Blue Collar Street Food. Well, we have a win to talk about. That makes it four wins out of five. And being typical Reading, the only team that we lose to is in the National League. But last night, we're not Charlton out of the British, not British, Bristol Street Motors, Pizza Cup, Auto Windscreen, whatever you want to call it. But to help me talk through it, I'll be joined by Nick Holton. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad, Paul. Um, I think it's the first time I've been on in a while where we've actually won a game, actually, thinking about it. So, yeah, what a what a nice surprise that is. Yeah, it is a rare event, isn't it? I mean, especially winning on a penalty shootout. Uh, it's lovely, isn't it? I mean, I, first of all, though, I was really surprised by the strength of both teams. I, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I was quite torn before the game in terms of what lineup I'd like to see. I was sort of like, oh, do we put Wing and Smith in and just get the win? Because it's nice to sort of go on a run and try and get to Wembley. Or do we think the league's more important? Do we just rest them and just the young boys have done all right in the groups? Again, like you said, I didn't know how strong a team Charlton were going to play. But I think both teams went strong. So in a way, it was it was probably handy we did start our better players in that game and uh yeah i mean we still had a handful of players who aren't starting uh regularly like vickers came in ben elliott started again um there's a few others uh mola i was surprised with mola i'll be honest um and you know what he played well i thought he had a his best game yet for us and it wasn't a high standard but it was it was fine uh it was nice to see that because i was you know we were writing him off a bit and uh he was pretty steady all, all game so yeah it was nice to see as well yeah, it's odd though. At right back, when he was that in that position, I mean, how, how yeah. does that work out? A guy well, who's—it's so weird, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, I can't work he, it out. He's a player that sort of come in with a—is he a left back, a midfielder, a centre back, and he can play all three? And we've sort of signed him as a left back, and then we've seen him play right back a couple of times. I think it was the Arsenal game, the under twenty-one Arsenal game. He went right back for like 10, 15 minutes, and uh, he was okay then, but. Yeah, bizarre. Um, I don't know what his best position is. I feel like he's going to be a bit of a Tyler Blackett, and if he's going to excel, it'll probably be left of the back three kind of kind of role. He's not going to really be brilliant anywhere, but steady in a few areas maybe. But yeah, he did well. I mean, he started left back, um, was fine, and then went to right back in the second half and uh, was even better. Uh, but it's nice to see any grew of confidence. I mean, we'll talk about it later on, I'm sure. But the goal, going towards the goal, he... he um, was a big part in us getting the ball forward um and it, he looked confident which was uh new i've not seen him look so confident 
I think he's been all right off the ball in his games. Like he's, he gets in challenges and tries to win the ball in the air and uh, get stuck in. But he's just been pretty rubbish on the ball. So to see what he did towards the end of the game, it was quite nice to see that. And maybe there's a bit more to him. Uh, and there must be, because I think he's got pedigree with Chelsea and uh, England under 17. So there must be something there that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, let's hope so. Um, it would be great if there was suddenly a player that was, you know, steady. That That's what we're yeah. kind of like, we'd take that. Yeah. So let's get into some of the action that actually happened in the first half. Quite a lot of positives from Reading. It was not constant pressure in any way or form. But Wing just looks in such good form now. A really good shot. And the shot on goal, he just struggles so much again. He was a, had a really odd performance. Uh, what wing? Yeah, no, the Charlting goalie. Sorry. Oh, the goalie. Yeah, um, yeah. Wing, wing started the game really well, um, and that shot from what 20, 25 yards was a really, really good effort. It moved. Is that the keeper? The keeper. I mean, if he doesn't save it, it'd be disappointed. But it's moving. It's hit it really hard, and it f forces a corner. Um, yeah, it was a pretty solid save in, in a way. Um, yeah, wing started really well. I thought Redding started well. I thought the first sort of 20 minutes were probably controlling the game and creating the most chances. Um, so, yeah, it was a, obviously a shame to later on concede. But, yeah, the first sort of 20 minutes, I thought we did well. But I thought wing faded, if I'm honest. I thought the first sort of 20 minutes, 30 minutes, he, he looked really good. And like you're saying, he's really on form. He seems to really, he's hit this level now where we're actually seeing the quality player he is at this level. And um, then he sort of just faded a bit, just dropped off his level of performance. It wasn't bad, but it just wasn't his better game in the end. But the first sort of 20, 30 minutes, he looked really on it, like he's been all season. And uh, yeah, it's nice to see. And I think we're going to be relying on him and uh, Sam Smith a lot going forward. Yeah, we can't have either of them getting injured at all. As somebody I think who played a little bit better in his you know, more preferred position last night was Elliot. He yeah. provided Really good pass there for Wing. He was through on goal. Maybe a slightly better touch, but I think maybe the Charlton goalie, Maynard Ballard, I think he did okay there. Um, I think he comes out quickly, but the miss from Vickers, I mean, it's on absolute sitter. There is a covering defender, but you'd expect him to do better with a player with that technique. Yeah, he's he's got to hit the target, really. It's, he's taken on the volley, so it's not easy. It's not really easy, but it's easy enough for him to direct the ball on the at target. There's a player on the line, and I think he's maybe seen that, and he's trying to place it in the corner, and he's just got it's just gone wide. But really, he's got to at least hit the target. If it's cleared off the line, fair enough. I think if he does keep it on target, nine times out of ten, that's going to go in, and we should be 1-0 up there. Uh, it's not an alarming one-yard open goal miss, but it is an open goal. You know, he's got to hit the target. I think that's the disappointing bit there. Um, it's a shame because Vickers actually had a very good game last night. Um, some really nice touches and patterns of play. And uh, it's just positive. And I think he showed that he probably should at least be making the bench at the minute. I don't know if he had to start right now, maybe over Makairo in the league, but I, I can't really argue against his ease right now. But I think he should at least be on the bench. And I think that showed showed yesterday. Um, that was a shame. I really thought that was going to hit the back of the net. So, um, came back to haunt us a bit later on that half. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree on uh, Vickers having a really good game. He shows that again a little bit later when he drops his shoulder, puts in a perfect cross for Makari. I have no idea what he does here. He completely miskicks the ball in front of goal. And, 
yet again, Nick, like you said, on the Vickers chance, he's got to hit the target. He doesn't even get close to hitting the target. Yeah, he, he's just sort of placed it on the volley wide. It's uh, I feel like the player on the line just puts him off. I, I think he sees it in the sort of even in the corner of his eye and knows he's got to try and direct it and uh, hasn't quite managed to hit the target. Um, if you know, if it's not a volley, I think he's going to definitely score, isn't he? But volley, someone like me and you, like the, someone who's not a footballer, yeah, we we would shank it all day long, right? But someone of that caliber of player he is, a talent player he is, you'd think you'd, you'd put it in the back of an air as a shame. And you mentioned Elliot earlier; it's nice to see him central. And uh, I think he, it was probably one of his better starts because he has struggled from the start and really impressed on the bench. And I think he's going to be. A work in progress, a player that I think will, in a year's time, he probably will be very good from the start. But now he's still getting up to speed, learning the game. He's coming on when there's tired legs and his quality shows. But when he starts, I think maybe he wants too much time on the ball. Players aren't yet fatigued and uh, he'll grow. He's, he's a bit, bit weak, a bit lightweight as well. But the talent's there. He's going to be some player. I think we need to be a bit patient with him from the start of games. But he was good last night, um, created a lot. Um, you know, he's, he's going to be a game in that position, that number 10 position, there's going to be games where you don't do a lot and you have, you know, we had it with Swift for years. Um, brilliant some weeks and some weeks he didn't do a lot. And, but you know, when that player's on it, he's going to make the difference most of the time. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him progress now and, uh, hoping he's going to get more opportunities from the start as the season progresses. But I think he's more of a medium to long-term player from the start than, and short term and understandably will take a few weeks to a few months maybe to get up to speed from the start yep i think you're probably right there being typical reading fc we have some good chances in the first half but we managed to concede with a little bit of not totally shambolic defending but poor again from mbenga i mean he was bad on sunday against easley and he doesn't get to the cross to stop it i mean i'm not sure about mbenga he's just He's been really exposed in the last two games. Yeah, he was really bad against Eastley. Um, and he wasn't great last night. He was better. Um, you know, Carson as well was awful against Eastley. Um, and he they swapped at half time. So it was one player that was awful against Eastley, swapped for the other player that was awful at Eastley at half time. So it did worry me. I mean, Carson went to left back, but their left winger was really quick. Um, and then Mola went to the right, didn't he? And that did, you know, you got their quickest player running at your dodgiest defenders all game so um but yeah i think he got exposed i don't think right back's his position i think he can go in there and do a job but we've just put him there and said you're right back now but he's probably better at center back and he's not going to get in at center back at the minute he's naturally a midfielder and he's played there a couple of times and done well um i, I just think and you know we're playing some hutchinson there. he's been awful lately just put him there instead of hutchinson put him in his position um i don't know where breffer is as well he's really talented player. I'd rather him get a go right back, put him Benga in a position he's capable and uh, more naturally. And it's just we're slotting him there because he can do a job and it's he's just not not brilliant there and it's shown the last few games. Um, but yeah, he got done by the pace down the, down the Charlton's left and uh, it was a nice ball into the box to be fair. He just fizzed it in low. Binden maybe should connect with it, but they're not easy to always get full connection on when it's been fizzed in like that. And he sort of deflects it to the child. I think it's Alfie May, isn't it? He scored and Alfie May is a top striker at, at this level as well. Um, just prods it. In. He just gets something on it and it just goes into the corner. Pereira can't get there. And uh, 
fair enough. Charlton ended the half really well. They were better at the last sort of 10, 15 minutes of the half. And I think we were on top for probably 30 minutes of that game. And then the 15 minutes after that, Charlton would just put pressure. I think we needed half time. We got conceded then. I think, right, we need half time now, getting at 1 0 and regroup. Um, and yeah, it was just how do we come back from it after that? But we just need to clear our lines a bit better and just be a bit more sensible in defence in terms of getting caught out in position and out of position with pace against us. So I had lots of pace on the counter and uh, yeah, Nelson Abbey got us out of a few holes as usual. So yeah, I think uh, Charlton were just very dangerous on the counter attack and then had the momentum in the last few minutes, which uh, was a bit of a worry. Yeah, I, I think what happened after about 30 minutes, we just started to lose shape all over the pitch, yeah. which is not unknown for us. It happens virtually in every single match that we play. It's just the matter of degree. And if the opposition takes advantage of it, second half kind of drifted along. There was one moment when Joel Pereira made, got away with a big clanger coming out of his goal, rushing out. And Alfie May, I mean, you'd expect a striker who scored 17 goals, I think now, to kind of do better in that position, but he completely shanks it. Um, that was a huge moment in the game. Yeah, uh, it's a big mix-up, isn't it? The ball sort of, it's one of those horrible balls. It's over the defence, but not far enough for a keeper. And it's sort of like, does the defender come and just clear it or try and get something on it back to the keeper? Or does a keeper come and clear it? It's in that no-man's-land middle and the goalie shouldn't really come. The defender should deal with it. And even if they don't, they should have enough there to regroup and stop someone charging down one-on-one with Pereira. And... Uh, yeah, they just have a bit of a mix-up, bad decision-making from from uh, the goalie. And uh, it falls to Alfie May, the, the guy you don't want it to fall to. It's pretty much a tap-in. Uh, and he tries to sort of, he knows he's got to get a bit of height on it because the defender sort of backtracked well. I can't remember if it's Abby or whoever who it was, Abby or Binden, whoever it was. And they just get in front of it to block it. I think it goes for a corner. Um, or maybe we got it out for a throw in. I can't remember. But um, yeah, he's... he's needs to get more on it. Um, he's unlucky. He should really score, but the defender's done well to get back and get in front of it. And Pereira's massively got away with that one. Uh, I have to say, I, I like Pereira. Um, I don't think Button's been as bad as he gets stick for. He, he, when we were really struggling, even though he's making mistakes himself, he's probably one of our better players still. Um, now players are playing better. We, you know, we're not too worried about it. But Pereira's done well in the cup games and he seems to be growing in confidence. And I'd be fine if he came in in the league. I don't think Button deserves to be necessarily dropped, but I wouldn't complain if Pereira got go. So, um, yeah, that was one of his few shaky moments. But, yeah, uh, early signs in general, Pereira, were pretty positive, I think. Yeah, totally. I mean, I was going to ask you about that, uh, who you thought should be the first choice. And I agree, Button should probably keep it for now. I think they've both got massive clangers in them. Uh, yeah. I think that's pretty clear. It's just a matter of whether they get away with them. One advantage is that Prayer seems to be quite good at saving penalties. I mean, I'm not sure that's yeah. the reason you put a goalie in the team, though. That seems a little bit extreme. But I think we'll stick with Button for now. Uh, the one thing that is very different between Prayer and Button is that Prayer is very vocal and Button doesn't seem to be that vocal. I mean, it's just a, a something I've noticed, really. Yeah, I feel like Button, he's quite he's okay coming off his line for the ball if the ball's like played over the top. He's fine there. Sometimes he's a bit hesitant. But Pereira, 
if a cross comes in, I feel Pereira is more likely to come and catch it or punch it, whereas Button isn't. He's more static on his line. And that worries me a little bit. I don't think he's as commanding or as confident as Pereira. You can see Pereira was really highly rated growing up at United and Portugal and all that. And you can see that. And you can see he's got a high ceiling. And maybe, maybe we can help him get to that level. Um, you know, it's like a year if it works out great. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. But maybe this is the start of him reaching that, some of that potential. Um, whereas Button's always been sort of a steady championship level goalie experience, but there's no more ceiling there. And if anything's probably coming down, whereas Pereira, there's still, I can see there's more to him. And, you know, same with Boyd Clark, who's obviously at the other end of this crazy young, but Pereira's got this ceiling that I think there could be more to it. I think he could sort of break through that barrier a bit. Uh, he's at a good age now for a key. I think he's 27, so he's at a good age. He's a couple of years of maybe his goalkeeping peak. So, um, yeah, it could be, could be a really positive signing, maybe if we can keep him a bit more longer term. Um, and we'll, we'll see how he grows. But, yeah, it's just going to be hard. It's hard for a goalie. You can't just bring him on for 10 minutes and give him minutes until they're ready to start starting games. He's just got to be patient until Button's either really horrific, which I don't think he's quite been yet, or he's just been so good that maybe you can't not pick him. Uh, and we don't see it training every day. So, um, But yeah, like some penalties, we'll get to it in a bit. But we saw the video that's put up by the club the other week and El Gato, the cat, um, and he saved a penalty against Arsenal. And even the penalty Arsenal scored in the under-21s, um, I think it was Reese Nelson who scored it. Oh, no, it was um, Vieira, I think, Fabio, uh, Fabio Vieira. And uh, he was like pointing one way, pointing the other, and he's getting in their heads a bit. Um, yeah, you can tell he enjoys penalties. He was like really up for it. And uh, yeah, going into that later, um, it's, it's nice to have a goalie that you're confident has a good chance of saving penalties. So can't be a bad thing. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had one. And he does have his moment of glory coming up. But that's only because Charlie Savage scores an absolutely fantastic goal. But you've got to give some credit to Kelvin here. He gets in the head of the defender when... You know, maybe that might not have happened in other games for other strikers. Also, you know, nicely weighted pass there from Elliot. Sounds simplistic, but if he overweights that pass, it makes it more difficult. But it's a quality finish, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. I think it looked like we were just going to lose 1-0 unless something special happened. We weren't really creating anything clear-cut. Uh, the changes had come in. It was fresh legs. You know, Savage had come on. Um, we dropped Ben Elliott, I think, slightly deeper and risking it a bit more by taking the defensive midfielder off in Hutchinson. And um, I think it was Makari who came for Aziz. And Aziz is probably our big hitter at the minute. He's our most threatening player in games most weeks, even when he's frustrating. And uh, we're really going for it. Um, I, like I said, this is where Mola did well. He he charged down on the right and he looked confident, sort of weaved in between a couple of defenders. And he, yeah, he lost the ball. But he got us up the pitch and then Kelvin's come on his fresh legs. He was quite bad on Sunday as well. So I was a little bit worried about Kelvin, you know, would he perform, would he not? He's young, so maybe it's just one of them games on Sunday. But the way he wins a ball back and uh, uses his strength, wins a, wins a ball cleanly and then gets it to Elliot, it's like, OK, here we go. This is more like it. And then, yeah, Savage gets the ball 20, 25 yards out, whatever it is, and Great strike, top corner, no chance of a goalkeeper. And it's what we needed. I think it was the only way we were going to get level in that game. And it gave us some momentum towards the last minutes as well. Uh, but yeah, brilliant strike, Charlie Savage. He, he literally scores brilliant goals. He doesn't score tap-ins, does he? Um, there's a player there. He's, 
he's not had a good few few like couple of months. He's come up the team a bit, which is probably right because of the balance and Wings' performances. I mean, Wings our best player, and then Craig's Craig's more suited and doing well. So it's going to be tough for Savage to get in in the league. Um, but yeah, I think in he's, he just needs a bit more time. He's twenty. Uh, he can be a bit erratic at times, but there's quality there, and I think his strike on the ball shows there is a player there, and hopefully we can sort of get more produce more from him in the next few months and he can ease his way back into the starting eleven potentially. Uh it's a great goal and it won't do him any won't do him any um sort of problems in, in Sellers' mind. So yeah, it's good, got us back into the game and uh yeah, it's probably a fair, fair draw as well in terms of the 19 minutes. Charlton, I don't think either side would better than the other really. I think it's probably a fair one all. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um there was a late couple of late chances for both teams. Kelvin missed one. Charlton had an opportunity really late on, but let's move on to the penalties. I thought all, all our penalties were very well taken, Nibs, Carson, Aziz and Vickers, but I was surprised to see Alfie May miss, but you got to say Joel Prayer, yet again, he is the man for penalties, isn't he? Yeah, he's loving mind games. It's just the way he was giving the player the ball like, really kindly and getting on his line, just getting in their heads and he probably, you know, like Emmy Martinez at the World Cup, he was probably, or the Copper America, whatever it was, he's probably saying stuff to the player as well that we couldn't see, you know, like, you know, stuff, you know, something like, this is my ball or whatever. Um, and just sort of getting in their heads a bit. I wouldn't be surprised. He looks the sort that would be doing that. Um, and yeah, Alfie Matt, I mean, he hit that so well. He he just pumped it down the middle. Was, uh, not many penalties were hit harder than that. And uh, Pereira just sort of just reacts really well to it and just gets hand on a couple of hands on it. Um, that's a great save. And all credit to the Reading penalty takers. They were brilliant. Uh, Nibs was composed. It's nothing special. It's down the middle. It's just very composed. Um, Carson's was a really good strike. Brilliantly hit. And uh, Aziz's was probably even better than that. Top corner. Because um, I didn't know what to expect of Aziz. But he's confident at the minute. Um, and even Vickers very well taken penalty. And then the last penalty pressure he has to score. Uh, Louis Watson and... Uh, just hits the bar. I think it doesn't help when you've got a goalkeeper, Pereira, just playing around with your head. And uh, yeah, El Gato, that's what we want. So love it. It is. It is. We love to see it. We're through to the round of 16 of the BSM trophy. The glory days are back for Reddick. It's all kicking off. Let's wait and see. So good to talk about a win. If you've enjoyed this podcast, Give us a rating on Spotify or Apple. Five stars, please. Thank you very much for listening. We will have a preview coming out as well today. So you've got two podcasts in one day. You lucky bastards. Thanks for listening.